0: This is Maggie May Fish, and you're listening to Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey
1: Show. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black & Studios, Oklahoma's premier and finest podcasting production company join them, simply go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat at Blacken Studios. If you want to be a podcaster at Blacken Studios, simply send an email in to podcast at blackinstudios.com. Also, visit them on their website, www.blackinstudios.com. Remember, it's Blacken. The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by... Hey what's up everybody, this is Elijah 5000 today I've got a special offer for you. If you like wearing badass shirts, original themes from pop culture, comic book and anime culture from original artists, then use our promo code at checkout at www.rippedapparel.com. Promo code Elijah Bailey Show gives you a 10% discount so you're paying less than anyone else. Make sure to go, get your shirt, look cool as hell and stay ripped. 3, 2, one and finally, we had a week off, mm-hmm. so the prophet Elijah five thousand is back, joined with the five fingers of holiness. Never that. Never that. Five Never fingers that. of death. Never five that. Five fingers of fallen angels. Never that. Uh What five fingers of what?
2: I just got a shirt that says five fingers. I know, but I I'm want to. I'm just Richard Tapley. Oh, okay. Just Sorry, time sir. for time Sorry, because not to bust your thunder.
1: No, I mean like every time I talked to you, like you didn't know you were sitting in the presence of a god. <laughs> it was like every time, so I thought it was five that's, fingers. That's already
2: that's already known.
1: It's, it's, so it's, oh, you know, you I don't, don't. You don't. You don't sweat about yeah. it. But uh, it's been a week. I was gone to L. A., the yes. land of hopes and dreams. Man. Miss you. I know you did, dude. Just seeing all these cool
2: videos and pictures. If you're not following this guy, go to Facebook right now. Go to Elijah Bailey and follow him. Yes, and I will like accept Like page. Him. There we go.
0: Yes. And you, you will get to, you see, get to see
2: all the cool videos. Yes, uh, a good video, sir. I'll say for like you know, the reception. But, uh, but you fixed that really quickly. You walked outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, live yeah. videos. I was yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's something in that building when you get close to the elevator. It stops. Eh. I was like... Pff. Yeah Let's go over here on On what is this a patio Is that they what you call it That place is beautiful man Oh It's Center. so nice it really
2: nice The courtyard was looking cool Were there like Were there ever a lot of people Down there kidding me oh, Or yeah. are they just used to it so No They didn't no. go out there No there was a
1: whole bunch They were grilling They were down there mm-hmm. watching like I, I guess Game of Thrones one night And it was is it was nice. It's very active. It's very hot. But I did make a video about the bullshit training. though so let's do this before because we have an awesome guest coming on the show. Let's mm-hmm. just hit this real quick. Shut up, a bitch of the mm-hmm. week before uh, music Saturday. Oh, oh, so yeah. you know it's real. It is the oh it, the music will be in here. We have to get Captain Lance in here. <laughs> but uh, the trainers out in LA, it's so like one thing is young white women want to train with the big black guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it's. Just in our genetics that we're better trainers, I guess. But the <laughs> shit that I was seeing was ooh, <laughs> the fucking. Well, what kind of noise was that you just made? I, that's what the kind of Is shit I saw. that how bad it was? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I did not know what that noise was. I did not know the shit that I was seeing. But I was like, dude, I know he's charging you out the ass. And even the female. There was one lady said, oh, yeah, when you're doing deadlift, especially with heavy weight, you want to hold your breath. I was like. Well, why would you want to pass out? exactly and i said oh and she's oh yeah i'm one of the head trainers at this place." i said oh bitch you you and your friends got this fucking place together you're training people just taking money that was the only bad taste in my mouth other than that it was awesome got to oh the, the arnold yes <laughs> yes tell every tell our list of people Ooh. who aren't following you what all happened well, yes okay so let's let's kind of keep this brief but I'll go into it later on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show. But we uh, went on Saturday to the Mecca, the Gold's Gym down in Venice Beach. Not on the beach, but in that area. Mm-hmm. The one that Arnold Schwarzenegger is known to go work at now. I went with Ify Wadaway, who's one of the hosts of Crill Knit Podcast. Big guy. With- Shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If he's got that swollenness, that thickness, he got, the, he got the shoulders, yeah. He's, he's been neck. A, oh, he's been working, and we're both we're about an hour away on our intermittent fasting schedule. But that's that's for another story. We go down there, and he's like, "I know Arnold comes here, but I've never seen him." Every time I bring friends there in town, I bring him down here. He's never here. We go in. Not only did tragedy strike because I thought I either broke my tibia or fibula, uh, and I'm not going to say too much, but the weight was feeling good. The knee. Gave out, you know, that Richard patted me on the back and said, it's because you're 30. <laughs> and uh, but I thought I broke. And I was like, well, if I stand up and I can't move it, then it's the tibia, if it's the fibula. I can, we can go ahead and finish this workout because I ain't about to bitch up and bitch out. Hmm. And because we got there Not right. at the Mecca. Oh, no, you, you can't no. do you can't do stuff like no, that. No, no, no. With all the Olympians pictures around and video of Arnold playing. No, nah, it ain't going to happen like that. We got there at 830 left around noon. And so uh, got done with the squats, went over him. Quad extensions, hamstring curl. Went to the other side. Did some swinging um, leg presses. A little bit easier motion for me because there was some pressure on my leg. And you know how I tested out my leg? Besides so standing up and walk on it, put two twenty five on that motherfucker. <laughs> and like, if I can squat this, I think I'm good. <laughs> that's that's just guy logic. Mm. I think I'm good if I can do two twenty five. Did that. If was,
2: not, eh. Then, yeah.
1: you know, the course of course, the hospital will be coming shortly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, we went over there. I went to the other side. And if he's like, hey, do you see him? And I turned around and there had already been Olympians and other big time bodybuilders there. And I was like, huh? And I turned and I saw a glimmer in his eye. It was just like all of his uh, was just was coming. Who oh. was it, sir? It was the legend himself, the the governor, the governor, the governator, the Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. wearing a white shirt and some shorts. And at first, I thought his shirt was longer than his shorts. You know how, like, females be wearing them? I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to give him a pass because he's he, – This is Arnold for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So, but it wasn't. The shorts were regular length, so it was looking good. And so me and Ify walked by. You know everybody wants to talk to Arnold, but they don't want to because it's in the middle of his workout.
2: Yeah, that's Arnold. Why business?
1: Exactly. And Still so in he- giving them respect
2: as a – uh a, a, as an athlete.
1: An athlete yes. personality, actor, governor. So we walk by and we're like, hey, and we, we you know, give him the head nod, like the brother nod. Like, mm-hmm. Hey. And he's hey. And then he looks at me. And we had a connection. Like he had a connection with Iffy, but I feel like since I was from Oklahoma, he's like, damn, this motherfucker's humble. And he's mm. like, hey, like, hey. Like he gave me the point. And I was like, God damn it. Congratulations, okay, so we, sir. Oh, dude. But because you don't want to be that asshole, like we talked about. And mm-hmm. shortly after, we work knowledge. Short guy comes over. Hey Arnold, could you? And you know, he got up, put his hand on his shoulder, and like, do workout. I'll do And he goes and about his workout. You know, just kind of shrugged that motherfucker off. Mm-hmm. So he almost ruined the moment for me and Ify. Uh, I wanted to catch him later on because oh, he's working out. So let's go ahead and get our workout, and then nonchalantly go up later and be like, hey, you know, you know, you was looking good over there. And I just want to know if I could you know, talk to you for a second for about a picture, but he he left shortly after before we were done with our workout. Uh, but at the end, towards the end of our workout, Kai motherfucking Green comes mm, in. Another cockney's motherfucker came through there, dude. That dude was so fucking big. Like chat, he's shorter than me, but his body. He's, he's, ooh. Wow. If, uh, if the soul train could manifest itself as a person. It was because he was just cool. He's like, Hey, what's up, brother? And I was like, Yeah, man. I was wondering if I, oh, yeah, I can get you a picture. Yeah, that's no problem. That's no problem. Yeah, I haven't even hit my workout yet. I, I, I like when people come up and ask me beforehand to mess around. Before I get super jacked. Exactly. And then he's like, Where are you from? Oklahoma. I was like, Oh, Oklahoma. How's it? How's, you know, just like real humble. I was like, It's nice out there. And he's like, That's cool, man. He's like, I wish you, you know, hopefully you come back and I see you again before you leave. But if not, safe travels, brother, you know? And he took two pictures. Oh, it was. That handshake. Yeah, when I saw both those pictures at first, I was like, "Oh wow, man, that's Arnold." Oh man, that's what I'm talking
2: about. And I saw Mr. Green, I was like, mm.
1: "What?" Now you know we did have some haters. Somebody's like, "Oh wow, Arnold's old. Who the fuck cares?" One, you're not a fucking movie star, so who the fuck cares about yeah, that face right there? That's it's the same even face about I made.
2: That he's old. Of course he's older. That's what people. But the fact do. that he is old and he's still training at make a, and the fact that he is a He's a legend, legend in so many different classes of life, but let's even just tune him down to just being a normal human. Yeah, good. He is in the gym, still caring about his body, working. His, yeah. What the hell are you doing?
1: Exactly. So for the motherfuckers that said shit about Arnold, fuck you.
0: Is there really a lot back. of people talking about
1: that? Uh, just one. Mm. You know, trying to shat on my parade, as, so that's I, as I used to say. Yeah, that's the okay. son of a bitch of the week, uh, right there. But everything was so fucking cool. Uh, just going down there seeing Arnold and then after that like the first night I got down there there was a Funimation premiere for uh, Fairy Tale Dragon Cry which was fucking phenomenal tied into the manga at the very end of the movie it's, it's one of those like Marvel movies where you stay till after the credits mm-hmm. uh, sat with Ify, Ruth Ruthann Thompson Hakeem, there was everybody there got to see Sean Simmold who was drunk when he got there, uh, Todd Haverkorn Laura Bailey, all these big Funimation voice actors have been doing it for so long that was fucking nice and got two free drink tickets at the end, and had a dope ass conversation with one of our guests that's going to be on at a later time. Uh, oh, I don't even want to drop his name, but this this brother right here is okay. I'll say Haley Haley Lee. Talked to him, Ruth Ann Thompson, and Tim, and we were having this conversation about who are they? Doug. Just for the people who don't uh, know? personalities, actors, uh, Ruth Ann Thompson, and uh, we're going to try to have her on at a later date because she plays Bulma in the Light of Hope series uh, with Robot Underdog on YouTube. And just she got dressed up to the nines, nice as hell, blue hair still. It's just it's just a dope event. Um, after that, went to the world famous comedy store because uh, I got to stay and hang around with a lot of big time comics: Danny Fernandez, if you waterway, away, and then Mark Ellis, who has his name up on the wall at the comedy store, nice. like the greats. Uh, I got to see his set: Mark Marin, Bobby uh, Lee, Paulie Shore, and got the I. I can't say too much because I don't want somebody to hear it and revoke me. But I got to see parts and places of the world famous comedy store that the greats. And when I say greats, I'm talking about people like Dave Chappelle, Paul Mooney, any of those guys, they get to see. And it was just phenomenal. I was like sitting there and it's like kind of surreal, like you have an out of body experience mm-hmm. and you're hearing these dope ass jokes, too. And you're getting to sit there backstage or on the side of the stage. It was nice. Man, huh. a lot Oof. to take in, huh? Oh, it was. It was. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. And I got to give a shout out, Danny and Ify, for flying me out and Mark as well. And then also, thank you. uh, You guys can go to Twitch and check out a Hyper RPG. I was on a couple shows, Ready to Ramble, which is a wrestling show. Uh, Shout out to Ric Flair, who was in uh, ICU and his family for what he's going for. We want the nature boy, Ric Flair, to pull through. Uh, But I was also on the final episode of Krillin' Super, which aired there. And then on a party game episode I got to go down. Thank you, Collider.com, for having me down and meeting the the lovely, gorgeous ladies of wrestling from the Netflix series. Um, uh, It was was amazing. I got more pictures. Check them out at Patreon.com. They'll be on my Facebook shortly after that. Most of them are up on Patreon.com right now if you want to see them. Uh, And thank you for all your contributions because when you go there, it will require 99 cents. Well, I guess 100 makes a dollar. So, what? I just said, oh oh okay i thought you said no oh, uh but other than that how how did you fare without me here because i know your world was turning like DeAndre was trying to text me and kate was like what's wrong with my daddy and i was like he's fine
2: <laughs> no dude. i was just happy to see that you was out there having a good time and you know doing what you do best out there so uh i was trying to just hold down the studios the best way i could which you know it gets the job done oh yeah um, oh yeah but i want to give a, a, a shout out real quick if you don't mind no uh rest in peace into dick gregory oh, uh he was man. actually uh um, 84 years old yeah he was actually going to be on one mic one voice here soon so um that was a, uh, a legend damn. and a um a a father more to say to a lot of the black community um he kept it super real. I don't know if mm-hmm. you were like watch a lot of his stuff. Or oh like yeah, that, Dick Gray
1: is an amazing he, comic, uh, political figure. I mean, he kept it activist. real. He kept oh, it
2: real as an activist, and um, you know, he lived a, a beautiful life. He got to see a lot of things that none of us in this generation will ever be able to imagine. So, uh, rest in peace to him, and you know, yeah. uh, his, his family and everything is in our prayers.
1: Yeah. Uh. I just now saw that uh, last night, and I almost forgot about it. Because when I thought about it, I was like, oh, man, if Dick Gregory's gone, then that means Flair, and then somebody else is going. Now, they might not be on the same status as those two, but, but yeah, Dick Gregory was one of my favorite comedians. Uh, you see him on a lot of Flip Wilson shows, Tonight Show. I, I mean, he's been on everything. And for a, a black comedian to come from that day and age to make it to where he is now, uh It's amazing. Uh, But with that, we do have a lovely and special guest coming on the show today. She is a writer, actor, comedian, uh, crack.com. She is a avid DVZ fan. She is what some would say a fish out of water. Without further ado, the Elijah Bailey Show starts right now. And we are back to Oklahoma's Favorite Podcast, one of the most illustrious shows out there right now for all your blurred culture needs. you like how I throw that in there? Yeah, you do a good job you're, at you're it. You're
2: getting used to... Yeah, I'm no longer... You have not done anything that just like truly surprised me. Sorry, sir. Well, I had But to that's kept, not a
1: bad thing. No, I had to catch up with you because every episode, you are like, hey, did you, you think I was going to do that? I was like, no, but I kind of figured... I don't know what you're talking about. You do know what I'm talking about. But today, like I said in the intro, we have what some might call a fish out of water. We have... The lovely, oh boy,
0: <laughs>
1: the illustrious! You hear that heavenly voice, Maggie May Fish, with us. Thank you for joining us today, oh, Maggie. Uh, oh
0: my gosh, thank you so much for uh, having me
1: on, guys. <laughs> now, now we were not like introduced, introduced. I think you actually called because you were scheduled to come on. Uh, you had been on Cronut Podcast, which I started producing when the yeah. show like hit the later twenties, and then we invited you on Cronut Super. And I think you called me mm-hmm. while I was at like the cheesecake factory, <laughs> trying to. Oh, uh, no. no, no, it was fine. We we didn't. Yeah, it was perfectly
2: it. fine. Here's the cheesecake factory. He needed to be interrupted.
1: <laughs>
0: oh no! Did I did I ruin a date or did I save you from a bad date? No. You, you, <laughs> you saved me from
1: bad food. Yeah, you saved <laughs> me from bad food. That's <laughs> what it was. Like the the date is fine, uh, the the food was it was horrible and it was overpriced. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I just got to step out for a second, and then you run outside, get in your car, and leave. I mean, it's perfect timing. Uh, but yeah, you oh, good. <laughs> you were asking like what the actual location was for Hyper RPG because he thought it was a studio, and then lo and behold, right. it's, it's like this house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, how- Which is awesome, and I walked in. And I was like, "Oh, of course, this is the perfect setup." But when I was outside, I was like, "Oh no!" But then I get super
1: lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the first thing I thought when I when I visited the hyper house. I was like, I know it's a house, yeah. but the the neighbors yeah. around here don't really treat it yeah as such. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you have a, a huge and fond love for for DBZ, but also anime in general. So when did that that love start?
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's it's definitely started my my I have an older brother uh who was very super into anime and I guess, you know, just growing up as a younger sister you kinda just wanna do everything that your older brother does. <laughs> um in a in a like fun way. So yeah, we started watching I think uh like Pokemon, Digimon, uh mm. was our like Sundays. Every Sunday exactly classic, classic introduction. Um so yeah, I think we started there, we watched that religiously. Um and then we started watching uh Dragon Ball Z on Cartoon Network, um, which kind of spiraled into us just watching anime to this day. I guess my my brother and I would still watch anime when I like go home for Christmas and whatever. He'll show me uh, the new stuff he's watching. So yeah,
1: wow, that's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome to hear somebody else's love stem from an early age, and whether it's your sibling or a friend that gets you into anime. Because I know my anime <laughs> boom didn't take off take off until I met my co host Richard here, and we were hello. playing. <laughs> and we were playing. Uh,
0: okay, hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> playing Gundam Battle Assault and. The imported DBZ game. So I mean, it's good. It's always oh, refreshing yeah. to hear. Everybody almost has the same story getting into it. Somebody had. It's almost like uh, joining the mafia. Somebody has to bring you in. Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah.
1: And from that love, I, uh, I just uh, I'm going to use a word here. Don't don't challenge it. But I surmise. <laughs> That, that I know, I know. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to challenge that one. I'm a little fancy today, but
0: yeah, you can have it.
1: But that got you into gaming, or were you gaming before that point?
0: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I would say it's probably, uh, I would say that they're probably like equilateral. I'll use that word. That's Ooh. definitely not the right word. To use. <laughs> I
1: like it parallel, not,
0: not equilateral. It'll um, work. <laughs> Oh, Thank you. Thank you for being kind. Uh, <laughs> not the right word. Um, but I, yeah, I would say probably about the same time. Uh, again, man, I got to give credit to my brother who uh, bought every single game system since the Super Nintendo. Um, and I would watch him play and he would let me play certain easy parts of games. Uh, mm-hmm. He would like watch over my shoulder and make sure I didn't ruin his uh, score on anything. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: That's just what the big got to do.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like, just like hours of playing Soul Caliber. I think I spent most of my younger formative years uh playing all sorts of games in my basement. So uh, uh in
1: the yeah, basement. I yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I grew up in Michigan. Um, so like yeah, I moved up to California and I didn't realize that people didn't have basements. It was it was a big adjustment for me. Um,
2: <laughs> I can imagine. Getting used to something and then, like, yeah. like uh, what just happened? Did you guys forget to build the other part of the house?
0: <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. We, like, created a little, like, cave in one of the rooms in the basement where, where we have, like, all of our video games and stuff to play. So, so you, yeah. You, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> you must love Stranger Things, then. That must be, like, a callback to your childhood, then.
0: Oh yeah, well actually I, I'm a little younger than Stranger Things. Uh although a lot of my friends are I love Stranger Things, but I was more like nineties than eighties. But uh,
1: that's that's okay. That's okay. That's, we'll we'll still accept you. That's okay. kinda
2: where that's kinda where we're at. We were more nineties kids. Uh yeah, more yeah. we like late eighties, but you know, yeah. not old hmm. enough to even know anything about the eighties. Well I know
1: about He Man and G. I. Joe and are you touching my face? Okay. Feet?
2: No, that was a wire dude. Hmm.
1: So, so, but yeah, uh, moving off of this, just your brother got you started kind of into everything. Did that lead into you, is he an actor or a comedian or a writer, or is this where you guys separate away? you you like, you know what, I think I'm funnier than my brother. <laughs> I'm going to be a comedian, I'm going to be a writer, I'm going to act.
0: Right, yeah, actually it's very funny because honestly I think my brother is just as funny as me, um, but he is a computer engineer, so completely mm-hmm. different life path, um but in a way he's also very creative he he's a dungeon master um for oh. like a long-standing game yeah so yes. like his creativity kind of went to like uh dming and he does write and honestly the stuff that he writes is like just as funny as anything i could ever write <laughs> uh he happened to be um a computer whiz so nice. we did that uh, we did career path, but um i gotta say a lot of my humor was from what we used to watch as kids a lot of a lot of spongebob so many hours in front of the TV. <laughs> <So.
1: laughs> that's awesome nothing wrong with that at all no not at all so <laughs> did you go to uh high school and college in michigan or did you move to la and then go to school out there or where'd you go to school at
0: yeah, so I I went to school. I went to high school in Michigan. I the house that I was born in is still the house that my parents are in, um, which is the same town that they met and grew up in. So not a lot of movement there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then I went to school uh, in Chicago, which was fantastic, and I loved it. And I love Chicago. I still miss it all the time. It's my favorite city in the world. <laughs> uh and then yeah after graduating uh yeah i studied theater in chicago but i moved out to la which is where i am now and it's great i love it but yeah i still miss parts about chicago mm,
2: so. <laughs> i'm excited I'm, I'm actually going to chicago for the first time at the end of september
0: um, uh, Oh my God. yeah oh man please be so excited you'll love it <laughs>
2: sweet yeah I, I can't wait to experience the food and uh, I think we're going mm-hmm. to a couple of universities. We're doing like a little tour of different universities doing live podcasts out there. So the way you just spoke yeah. of it, like, I'm like super excited now.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I like whenever anyone asks me what to do in Chicago, my mind kind of goes blank because they're, I don't know, just something about like, the architecture and like the people and the feeling of it is what I love. So it's hard to describe like mm. why I love that city. But, I think that's like um, the best
2: answer because that just gives you hope that it's like, you're like, wow, okay. If someone <laughs> who loves it, it's hard to describe what to do. That means there must be just abundant different things to do and, and to enjoy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I have, after moving to LA, I think what I realized what I love about Chicago is that it's like, uh, it's just a very hardworking city that doesn't take itself very seriously. Mm-hmm. which I think it differentiates it from like New York or LA where everyone works hard, but they also, you know, try to take themselves very seriously. the yeah, think very think that, uh, Yeah, exactly. I think Chicago is just like a little more down to earth in a way. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: if you can yeah. make pizzas like that, you have to be down to earth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's uh I love it. You will have so much fun. Feel free to text me when you're out there and be like, Where should I eat? Oh, I'll send you five hundred second basin.
1: And then she gives you the address <laughs> to her parents' house and they cook you. Cooked yeah, yeah.
0: Just go to my parents' house. Oh, they do love hosting and cooking for people. They would honestly be floored, but <laughs> See, don't I won't make you do that.
1: <laughs> don't give us an idea because we will run with you. Yeah. So, uh in college, did, was your major acting or writing? Or did you have another uh, career path that you were going to go on and then switch majors later on?
0: Yeah, I was I I always kind of have like the most boring story of like I I think I always know knew what I wanted to do. Uh so yeah, my my major was theater um and then I had two my I had a creative writing minor and a film studies minor. Um mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I went into college knowing that I wanted to do, like, theater and acting. And then the writing program, I kind of lucked into. I was waitlisted on the writing program. And then one of the women in, who had a spot, she was going to study abroad in Germany. So I ended up taking her spot in that program. Mm, yeah. So thank you, Anna Borges, who now writes for BuzzFeed and went to Germany. I wow. got to take her creative writing spot. But, yeah, so that I lucked into. Um, but, like, growing up, I was a very, like, I guess you could say emo kid. Did a lot of bad poetry writing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I kind of always did both. But
1: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you have to close the blinds, put on the black eyeliner, and then write from the soul. Yep. And sometimes the song right. is not always a a, a beautiful uh, what is that a beautiful sonnet or a haiku, just what sure. comes out.
0: Oh, oh yeah. What what were you guys like in high school? This makes me curious. But Ooh, okay. what was your guys like uh, thing? Well, you go um, first.
2: My thing was, uh, man, I don't know. I think that was the time that I was. Uh, my thing became uh, girls. Honestly, uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I think that's when I got out of my that's shell yeah I think that's when the time I got out my shell and um I started uh, uh, you know understanding the, the
1: actively yeah, pursuing
0: yeah uh, semi
2: right. like that, but it became my, uh, my thing, uh, and then you know i was I was still in sports uh played a lot of cool. track uh, did basketball batman yeah. no, I didn't do batman um that's in my whole thing i was I was a math and science nerd, so uh, I, I was in all the extra like curricular activities for math and science dorks so There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and of course anime. Yeah. That's funny.
1: Maybe, I was oh, in, I was involved in uh band and sports. That's what took up my – if I wasn't doing band and sports I was doing martial arts.
2: Did you, did you go band all all years?
1: Yeah, I went uh all four years I was in band. Cause oh. I got um I I had an opportunity to possibly go to either UCO or OU for football but I music was going to give mm-hmm. me a scholarship. And that would allow me to still, you know, do martial arts. I already knew I wanted to do it, so I retired from mm-hmm. football. Like to do the band, huh? To do band for the trombone and then, so... oh, dude. oh, I love it. It's I flunked so cool. out of band
2: <laughs> in freshman year. You... I flunked band in freshman. How year. Do oh, band? No. <laughs> how, how do you flunk band? How do you? I flunked two classes. In my first class I flunked. I band and photography.
1: Those are like the two <laughs> classes. That's yeah, so tell funny. It. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm I feel for you. Love it truth about Richard. But I, I love this. We have the uh you know, Richard's still an athlete, but he flunked out of photography and band, so
2: and martial arts
1: apparently. Well no, you I mean you just don't like wearing the white uniform. That's sure. all that is. I mean you could still be a pretty good martial artist. Thank you, sir. And then Maggie was emo writing poetry. I was uh, just yeah. doing sports and watch trying to find I had like a core group, uh what was it, me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Livingston, uh, James Anderson, and then uh, Jamal. And that was the group. That was the black kid <laughs> anime group because nobody else wanted to talk oh. about anime. Uh, <laughs> it was like from America. And so we talked yeah. about DBZ and, and all the classic. And I'm Toronto like, this. nobody
2: wanted to talk, to talk openly about.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Yeah, hey, Right, they wanted to talk, you know, in someone's basement or behind closed doors. Exactly,
2: <laughs> exactly. Like, psst,
0: come yeah. here, come
1: here. Have you, hey. hey, come down to the basement. It's like a whole new world down there. The Japanese <laughs> club, dude. Were, were you a part of the Japanese club, Maggie? Did you have one at your school? Oh,
0: man. No, but only because my, my school was so small that we, like, didn't have one. But if I had gone to a bigger school and they had one, oh, boy, would I have been gladly involved
1: in that club. It was, it, was, it was a lot of people eating, like, Top Ramen. <laughs> hmm. And then in the library. Japanese? you have a Japanese, y'all have a Japanese yeah. club? Yeah, Santa Fe had a Japanese club, and we had that library. Well, you like, a really diverse yeah, well, high school. Y'all were, they
2: did, device, yeah. diverse high yeah. school in Evan.
1: We were diverse until it came to, like, the multicultural club. It was, like ten black girls and one mm. latino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hispanic girl. I was actually the president of the
2: multicultural club. You were? Yeah. Was it, it was
1: it actually or did you guys just step all the time? No. Uh uh-uh.
2: we 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 had the year I became president, we had one talent show and um they had everything and oh. had all different types of uh we had a very actually diverse
1: multicultural club. Nice. Yeah. I know Maggie was the president oh. of her multicultural club.
0: Oh man, we again did not have one. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I graduated with uh, thirty kids in my class. Oh wow. So, yeah. So like <laughs> yeah. y'all share the same class like
2: every 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 hour. Home <laughs> <room to teach laughs> It's like, hey, that. let's just y'all ready to go to second lunch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a it's a very I try to describe it, I felt like I like just graduate like that's like my extended family. It's yeah. just the people I graduated with. Uh, but yeah, all, we, we were surrounded by two larger, fancier schools, uh, <laughs> and we like used their football field and, uh, a lot of my friends went to the bigger schools and it they just, it was, seemed way cooler. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they had all the cool clubs and cool after school yeah. stuff, but. Hmm, uh, interesting. Yeah. That's
2: kind of like, uh, um, my wife, she, I think her graduating class was like. 20 15 oh yeah. yeah it was super oh, okay. too. and i was just like yeah. man like that's cool it. because y'all's graduation must have been like super
1: quick like less than an hour Ugh, dude i would
0: yeah yeah
2: like ours yeah, took like i know beautiful. you probably had like a 500 plus class too didn't you
1: we had six or 700 wow it was horrible oh I think we had, like, wow see i hate i hate graduates like till this day I know what I achieved. I don't need a piece of paper. I hated my my uh when I got my bachelor's. I'm gonna hate when I get my master's uh-huh. and my doctorate. I hate graduation because it's like I could be doing I could be playing games. I could be watching anime. Be doing something else at right. this time. I've already done all the work. Oh man. Yeah.
0: I, uh, That's
1: just, funny. The thousand and whistles.
0: Not not really needed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, and with that, let's take our first pause for the cause. And when we come back, we're going to talk about. Uh, What kind of comic books Maggie reads, because she is also a comic book lover. And I do have some questions. I don't know if you watched it yet about the Defenders, but I'll ask you them right after we come back from this pause for the cause.
2: This is Richard Taplin, host of Blackest Studios The Black Box. Join Elijah Belly and myself as we interview entrepreneurs as they share their stories of passion and how it motivates them to strive forward. We also explore new topics on self-improvement. If you want to listen to our show, simply search Blackest Studios on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, or Stitcher. And be sure to follow us at Blackest Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you want to catch all the shows that record here at Blacken Studios, simply go to the website, com. And remember, it's blacken.
1: And we have returned. Elijah 5000 is back with Richard Taplin and Maggie Mayfish. Fish. She's got us beat on names, dude. Maggie May Fish. It's just rolls off no, the it
2: does that's that's pretty cool
1: what's uh oh yeah.
2: like-
1: I, I mean it's 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 a good name it's not like i like my name but if you count mm-hmm. the letters it's like six 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 so i don't like to say my name
0: oh really? my gosh yeah Whoa! Well, how did you figure that out one day did you too like much. Had yeah too much <laughs>
1: No, Should have been graduating. No, no, uh, well, it was something. <laughs> Should have been walking the stage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of our classes was going to give somebody uh, an award for the most, because we had, like, some some German students and some exchange students. So they were going to mm-hmm. give a prize for most letters in your name. And I was like, okay, Elijah, that's six letters. Montez is six letters. And Bailey's six letters. I was like, wait a second. And the room got dark. Flames started coming out of the floor. I was like, please, no. Oh, no. <laughs> But I do think I identify more with Blue Exorcist now. Just because, like,
0: yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. He, well, there you go. See, and
1: anime fixes anime. all yeah. things. It is a great anime. Have you watched Blue Exorcist yet, Maggie?
0: No, I have not. <laughs>
2: really good show. Uh, check it out. I haven't started season two yet. I think I got it uh, <laughs> ready for watch, but Fish. I haven't started. But season one was really good.
1: Yeah, we gotta get Ooh. you. Well, me and Richard will have like that. Is that gonna be your recommendation for Maggie sure. to watch Black? Yeah, okay.
2: Blair, I, don't, I have no problem with that one.
1: I'll give you one uh, at the end of the show as well. <laughs> but um, like I said Corey. before, like I said before the break, you love comic books. So which you know are you Marvel, DC, or just an all around jack of all comics? That
0: is a good question. I think uh, it's so weird because I think I think comic book wise. Um, I have always loved DC, uh, everything they put out like, uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, those were kind of my bread and butter growing up. But then with like, with Marvel, the only ones I would read honestly are Spider-Man. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. Um, but then my dad had a collection of fantastic four comic books Mm. that were not great, but were hilarious. So I, um, I uh, uh, read all of those, but it's weird because now, I mean, the DC, like, movie universe has been, I mean, to be quite frank, just awful on all, you know, sides of the spectrum, besides Wonder Woman, so, uh, so you know, it's like, uh, I guess, like, with film and TV, uh, Marvel has just been killing it, and I've loved almost everything that they have done, so... Yeah, I guess there was like a switch that happened, um, you know, somewhere when comics went mainstream and we got all these awesome movies. They were all great Marvel movies. So yeah, I guess that's that's been my uh, comic book experience, if you will.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Like, cause that's why I tell people they're like, oh, well, I just really like this. I was like, hey, it's like college. It's time to experiment nobody's nobody's gonna say anything you can dabble over into DC you can dabble in the image you can dabble in the dark horse. it is fine because right. each side offers some characters that you can relate to and that have compelling mm-hmm. stories so you mentioned not only the the movies for Marvel but the uh, mm-hmm. series so have you watched the eight episodes of the Defenders yet?
0: Ooh so I have not. But I I watched, uh, I watched all of Justin B. Jones, which I loved, Luke Cage, oh, yeah. I loved. I, fished, I am Fist on purpose. I did not <laughs> want to see it. <laughs> Good job. Uh, that was an active decision on my end. I was like, uh, they all deserve my time besides that one, so I did not watch <laughs>
1: it. It's okay. Good job. Like, uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> a, so you will either be pleasantly surprised when you get to the defenders or you will still be sad because – he does make somewhat of a comeback, but it's still like Danny. You're the last. I didn't like him, man. Well, this this time they sh- he bounces well off the other characters, which makes him better. And they fixed his hair for him. Yeah, and he and the martial arts, the fighting scenes, I approve of all of them. They are mm, like well, okay.
2: well, well, wait, hold on, Maggie. Before we just give Elijah a pass, a pass like yeah, that, yeah. Elijah tends to. Uh, get Find his approval side. on a lot of stuff, because certainly he's a fourth-degree black belt, and I've uh. seen him fight, and he's like, wow, blows mm-hmm. my mind. But he gives a lot of thumbs up to a lot of bullshit. Like what? What was the last thing? I, I can't remember off the top of my head right now because I'm, I'm, I'm on the spot, but I'm just saying your credit as far as your thumbs
1: up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, don't listen to him. Don't yeah. listen. Because when we went... Mm. Right. Mm.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He actually okay. really like
1: Iron Fist. I'll put it like that. No, I told you that I could... Okay. Iron Fist was not the best, but I think mm-hmm. to tell his story, they had to draw it out. Because I wrote that article for My Fancy Sports Talk mm-hmm. about Iron Fist versus Bane. Now, the comic book Iron Fist, that motherfucker is, is, is awesome. I love him. Uh, okay. This The Danny Rand. I understand the confines of what happened with the director, and so I give them yeah. a little bit of leeway. It was not the best show, but this is the series like the <laughs> defenders. See that? You're already starting to hear no. the little no, no, he's you're not. No. See, see, no, that's what it is. Maggie, no, he'll, that's for not what's happening.
2: he'll fool you
1: once he realizes he
2: may have given like the wrong. No. It's like it's like he's a cosigner. and he just co <laughs> on someone's credit who really is not that good. He shouldn't have co-signed. No, that's, yeah. that's not oh, what happened.
0: Funny.
1: I think when the well, defenders. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, no, I was, I was just going to say that I think... Uh, I can't remember if it was the director of Iron Fist or um, or uh, someone else involved in the Defenders who was saying that, like, yeah, they were hoping to, like, kind of redeem his character or, like, have his character, like, have an arc in the Defenders to make him more likable, basically. Uh, so, I mean, maybe they achieved that. I don't know. Yeah,
1: okay. Um, admitting the no. issues. No, okay. So this Which is, is a, the first step. <laughs> this is, that is the first step. I don't think that uh-huh. they really redeemed Danny I think defenders too that's when we we'll be like oh man oh, is, something that's not even recording yet okay yeah no I said that's Ooh, what, that's uh, where, that's when we're going to be okay. excited gotcha now, for right. Danny's character at the okay. end of episode 8 they showed that we're getting a new kind of like the arrow going into season 6 we're getting a new mm-hmm. iron fist so these first two this iron fist is better than the other one because I don't think it was directed by the same person
0: compared it to Aaron. um right
1: Okay, we're going to move because Richard is giving me so much bullshit. <laughs> Pairing it to Arrow. I'm just saying, like, Defenders, the... Mm-hmm. Not a good move. I think uh, the the characters, like, overall, Danny in the group, I think his character mm-hmm. being the way he is makes everybody else shine because Colin, the, the Daughters of the Dragon, Colin Wing and Misty Knight, get their time mm-hmm. on, on the show. Uh, Rosario Dawson, yeah. the night nurse, gets her shine. Luke Cage, just oh, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. with with Danny there, he's like Scrooge McDuck. He's money bags, and in, in, in basically in this, <laughs> um, but he does have some redeeming. Like if you watched Iron Fist from the first, you like, okay, this is more of a person versus all that whiny right. bullshit that was going on in the deal. But he is still not <laughs> the the center of attention like even though we have like we already know that there's there's going to be bad guys they're not going to be iron fist bad guys it's going to be a collective thing so uh, but i really i really love it michael coulter is looking uh as dutch chocolatey as he normally does Uh, i do Mm want to say this like that that jessica jones i don't know what they did with her jeans but her jeans are fitting better and so it's making me it, – Maybe the squats. The uh, squats if, will make any jeans fit better. Dude, if she is doing yes. squats, I will applaud her trainer. I think we need to work together. I think I need to start doing squats again. Yeah, you do. You do. The rare again. But, uh, and then Matt Murdock's character, Daredevil, was, uh, is phenomenal. But I am excited for Punisher coming this year as well because mm-hmm. that is going to be the show.
0: I'm excited. I love that actor. I'm forgetting his name, but uh, the guy who plays the Punisher. Um, I think he's fantastic. The casting besides Iron Fist, I think has been spot on throughout yeah, all this. I like, agree with you. I know. could not, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, not I trying to picture, talk like, shit. Oh. The, I, feel,
1: I feel like the character of Jessica Jones could have been portrayed by <clears throat> Maggie May Fish, but, I mean, that's just my opinion.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, well, you and me both, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What were you saying uh Richard?
2: No, I was agreeing with Maggie like the and not I'm really not I know I was talking shit earlier, but I'm really not talking shit right now um <laughs> but no mm-hmm. the the casting was like super spot on mm. like it felt like mm-hmm. it was a perfect fit, and what I told myself of Iron Fist was just that this is like a different universe. For yeah. Iron Fist. Yeah, like Iron Fist is. Everybody else is pretty much in the same universe. But this the, this particular one, they just completely did something else. So yeah. that's that's how I looked at that one.
1: yeah. And Didn't it, work. Didn't work though, maybe I wouldn't go I wouldn't recommend <laughs> with the doing that. Pole. It did not work with a 10-foot <sighs> And and the guy, uh, Frank Castle, because I always forget his name, the play Shane on the Walk, and that is John uh Bernthal. That's him. John. Oh John B yeah. coming with that sledgehammer. <laughs> So we got a taste of your comic book origins and then uh, we do all appreciate uh, Marvel except for uh, Iron Fist might as well be like a DC Netflix (laughs) series at this point. Uh, (laughs) uh, But uh, as far as we go into anime, we do have a segment here at the studio uh, that is devoted to I think all three of our, uh, I dare say, favorite anime. It was Dragon Ball Z and now it is Dragon Ball Super and because we missed last week, because I was in LA with Danny and Iffy, we have to cover both DBZ episode 103 and 104. So, folks, you already heard the music cue up. It is time for DBS. So, Maggie has not, you haven't seen episodes 103 and 104 uh, yet, correct? Yeah, we will. We'll try, we'll we keep it light
2: for you because yeah. we, I do want to, I do want you to watch it eventually. And, um, You're definitely going to get spoiled a little bit, but it shouldn't be, like, over the top spoiled. Because nothing really happened these past two episodes that was just, like, super, super over the top, outside for just some good fighting.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. So, episode 103. Episode 103 was the episode that we had been waiting for because it was a Gohan standalone episode, really. Gohan has made his way back. He did training with Piccolo. Piccolo. Oh, dude, I mean, this was beautiful because not only did we see Gohan, but we also saw uh, the daddies talk about their boy. You saw Piccolo and Goku talking about Gohan, and it was one of those deals where Gohan walks up to Piccolo and he's like, hey, you know, let me handle this. And it was uh, the character from Universe 6 that can't absorb shock, that can't be hurt.
2: Mm -hmm. And And just so you know, Maggie, basically what's going on right Mm -hmm. now in the story is that there's picture like uh, there's thing like, Nine or ten universes that each gathered ten of their best warriors, and they're in a stadium to where they cannot fly. and It's a Royal Rumble match, so if you fall off, you're eliminated. If all your yes, oh, yes, yeah. oh, yeah. Now, the kicker is if all people from your universe is eliminated, the god Zeno is going to erase your complete your universe, universe yeah. from existence.
0: <laughs> That's a bad idea for a game. That's a They're yeah, gonna
2: kill so many people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's it's been it's been getting real. <laughs> it has
1: been. We've had two universes <laughs> erased as of these two episodes.
2: Yes. So just to give you an idea of what's going on, so there's really haven't been a actual evil villain that has emerged yet.
1: Everybody's just fighting for their lives. <laughs> Everybody's
2: just fighting for their
1: lives in their universe. So, so that that is where we're at. <laughs> I know, and there is little sh- a little call-out to the Magical Girl transformation with our universe, is it Universe 2 or Universe 3, the ladies from? Universe 2, ladies, and the last episode, 102, we left off Android 18, uh, eliminating two mm-hmm. of them, and so now he's going against, uh, I call her Big Bertha, because she's wearing that pink. She does like Big <laughs> Bertha. Dude, she is. So she big
2: Bertha with them pancakes, that Big Bertha.
1: <laughs> 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 but Android 17 is fighting her because she's pissed off that, one of her uh, three magical girls was knocked off. The other one is fighting Goku, doing like hell zone grenades and you mm. know, hitting him in the face and everything else. And we kind of find out that Goku is receiving a lot of help from Android Seventeen and anybody else that's around. in In episode one hundred three, Android Seventeen steps out, right. protects him with his barrier.
2: Oh, and give tell Maggie who is a part of the Oklahoma or not Oklahoma, but. Uh, Universe seven. Okay, uh, so list. we're
1: okay. So we're Universe seven. Mm-hmm. So Universe 7's team is Son Goku, Son Gohan, the the oh, black boy, guy boy. on the team, Piccolo, <laughs> uh, Ma- <laughs> Master Roshi, uh, TM, mm-hmm. Android seventeen, Android eighteen, Krillin. Oh yeah. Uh
0: poor uh, oh, guy?
1: Lord Frieza is brought back from the dead to be on the team. And then who's the T? Yeah. You say Tien? I already said Tien. Um, Piccolo? Uh, Tien, Piccolo, Gohan, Goku. Oh, Vegeta is the last one. I forgot Vegeta-sama. I can't believe I forgot Vegeta. I know. I know. Because I was focusing on, you know, I made my way from good to scrub back up, and I forgot Vegeta. I didn't want to put Vegeta next to, to Frieza. I thought you, know. you
2: were going to put him next like, after you said Goku, uh, Goku or
1: Gohan. But, anyways, oh, I had to put Piccolo in there because this episode had those three. Goku walks up, mm-hmm. and, and Piccolo's like, hey, He's like, uh, yo, Piccolo. And Piccolo's like, hey, are you interested in your son's fight? And Goku says, pretty much. And he's like, okay, well, what do you think is going to happen? Because nobody, Vegeta's fought him, Goku's fought him, and nobody could beat him head on. And he's like, oh, this would be, you know, right. Gohan's been training hard. This should be pretty easy. And we see Gohan, by the end of episode 103, he, he's not only beat an a adversary that was almost unbeatable, but he also takes on the last remaining fighter for Universe Three or is it universe 10 10 universe 10 mm-hmm. and it's this deal where he's like i'm the hope for universe 10 i have to live because if not he had a necklace around his neck that showed his family and gohan gohan you know hit him with a couple quick moves and jumped up in the air and hit him with a kamehameha and you saw that light rain down on him and then that body disappear mm-hmm. except for the necklace and, and, and mm-hmm.
2: it, yeah and that it, universe got erased yeah
1: the gohan looked like goku when he fought frieza
2: uh, and the cool mm-hmm. part, Maggie, is like whenever the universes are getting race, you can tell like a sense of uh, distress and sadness plagues the whole stadium yeah. where everybody's at, like all the other fighters. Yeah, because uh, they kind of sit there and look around, yeah. like, man, this is this, this is, is getting damn real. serious, yeah. And and so
0: depressing. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, it, it kind of is. is like like when a couple <laughs> of the fighters, and what happens is like picture like a huge platform with a ring around it, and it has like bleacher stands. Mm-hmm and in these Bleacher stands is the uh the supreme kai of that um universe, universe the god of destruction the god of destruction and, and then they're they're like angel. their angels so like wiz uh lord Varus and, Val- Varys, Val- that is, and or I was talking about. For oh, uh,
1: Weezerus and then the Elder Kai and then Supreme Kai are sitting up there.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, so picture that. And then every time uh-huh. someone gets knocked off the stage, they reappear next to them, sitting in the bleachers. And at that point, it looks kind of funny because they're kind of you know talking smack and you know cheering <laughs> on their fighters. But then once all ten of their fighters get up there, and then they know what time it is, it, it just it gets every- kind of it gets kind of dark. Yeah,
1: <laughs> especially for Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> We we haven't seen anybody that has been erased yet, like like no, I don't wanna die. Like they've said that before. I, I think since they're all warriors, I think they
2: understand the concept. Uh,
1: how, of right. Like if, if it was me, you and Maggie up there and we were about to get erased, but no, I still got so much to live for, I'd be the one that's like I yeah. yeah,
0: no, <laughs> we don't how not how we not do this? We can also do that.
1: <laughs> exactly. And so that's,
0: or just, like, aim to the White House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was a good one. Uh, that was. Oh, fuck, man. That was, a, that was a, what I uh, needed this morning. Uh, but we leave episode uh, 103 right there, and so we've seen Gohan kind of prove himself. And and everybody's like, oh, he's going full strength. Gohan did not go full strength when he became ultimate Gohan against Super Buu. So we haven't seen that yet. We've just seen him fire Kamehameha. Right. Going into episode hmm.
2: It was a super command com- mail though. Like It wasn't just a... Sorry.
1: I think that's the normal size. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you saw Goku just did that beam blast on that uh, the yellow and purple girl, and that shit took up the whole screen. I think all the blasts now are just like super big because mm-hmm. you had Android 17 shoot-off. That took up the screen. So I think the, the radius of the blast is big, but I don't think it's using that much energy because they're having to fight for... They have 48 minutes to continuously fight and knock off all the other competitors to win.
2: And Maggie, just like you know, Dragon Ball Z,
1: uh, 48 minutes is like is about an eternity. at least about 30 <laughs> oh, episodes. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that is uh, the way that everything is going right now. And then when we get to 104, it's basically um, we're we're changing the group scene. We're changing from Universe 7 to Universe 6, which is who Goku and them, uh, that's uh, Lord Beerus's or Lord Bill's brother, Champa, and they have a mini tournament with them, so we're watching their main uh, character hit versus the the Pride Troopers, which is like a knockoff version of the Ginyu Forest. They were in like black and red spandex. I don't think
2: they're a knockoff version. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I really think I, I I view them differently. I think they're just a, a group. But I like the when they pose though that that pose kills me. That like pose everything else. you. I I could tell that pose really killed you, huh? Yeah.
1: Everything else is cool because they are super <laughs> fucking strong to be able to challenge hit. To be able to challenge Goku, their main their main three or their main four are the shit. Yeah, and, and so especially
2: they top one.
1: Exactly, yeah. Uh, old Jiren, mm-hmm. the one that like Jiren is the guy that a uh, guy ran up on and he looked at him for a second, like mm, I fucked up. Let me go find somebody else to whoop my ass because you look like you will <laughs> definitely obliterate my <laughs> ass right now. And um, so we're watching uh, Dispo, who is the fastest guy in the universe, which we've we've heard over the whole entire course, from Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, even in GT up until like well Super replaces GT, uh, but we've heard the same thing. But he actually is hitting on Hit, and Hit's special ability is to stop time, but because Hit has to tensify his tensing, uh his muscles. The uh, Dispo is a rabbit, so he can hear when those muscles tighten and just accelerate his speed, so it makes it hard for him oh, to Oh, so use that's discussion. what it was. Like I so I was yeah. watching it. Yeah, you watch it raw. I,
2: I watched okay. it completely raw, so it didn't even have subtitles. So I was
1: like, huh, maybe he's just faster. So that's what it was. So yeah. He was able to hear he could, oh, okay. anything that he was doing. Yeah, which is, it, you, you kind of think is stupid, but you're like, man, that's, I mean, he has the ability to do that, which uh, he's beating up on hit. Goku turns Super Saiyan God. And now it's a tag team between Universe 6 and Universe, so far as we know, Universe 7's strongest character. And uh, they're taking on two of the Pride Troopers, which ends in one of the Pride Troopers getting dismissed and leaving the Pride Troopers with only three characters, which is Topo, Dispo, who is injured, who has to recover, and then Jiren, who is the top. Jiren was able to get behind Goku before Goku knew what happened and tell him. Did he tell him to shut the fuck up? He told him to shut up. I don't think he's spoken yet. No, at the beginning, he went behind him. And that was the moment where everybody's like, "Oh I I shit!" That. Like he snuck up on Goku oh, and Goku shit. didn't know. So that's where we are with Dragon Ball Super. So Maggie, you, I don't. If you need a watch partner, give me a call. We'll watch all the way up from where you are up until now because this shit right now is getting.
0: Oh, it is good. Classic. It is Maggie because like, I think no when problem.
2: I first started Super, um, it was a little slow for me. Well, it wasn't just slow, but it was more mm-hmm. like I think the Lord, the 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 Lord, the, the God of Destruction kinda got me in and I was feeling it and then when I heard Freezer was coming back, yeah, it kinda, kinda slowed got things of your, down yeah. for me. But it definitely picks yeah. up. So if it feels slow to you, you know, just kinda push through it and then yeah. it, it, it picks up really, really good. Even before this tournament, the Oh the the, the the black, black saga, the black Future saga Trunk. and then the yeah, oh, it, it picks up really good. Yeah.
1: Just just call us, Maggie, if you're having some trouble. We'll give you the <laughs> motivation. Like, oh well that after this episode oh, this thank
0: is- you guys. Oh. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no problem at all. And since we're on you know, what you've seen of Dragon Ball Super so far, what has been your favorite moment or your favorite episode of what you've seen?
0: Oh man, that is a great question. Uh actually I used to do uh I used to do reviews of Dragon Ball Super, which I think is probably on YouTube. You why I fell off. Yeah, I I think I just got um I don't know. I guess I wasn't enjoying it because I was doing reviews yeah, of it every I can, week. I can uh, imagine it. Yeah. So I think I, you know, ruined it for myself, like most people usually do, for good things themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, actually, I kind of loved the, uh, like, Beerus story, um, which, you know, after a while, it was kind of, I mean, they were just, like, redoing one of the uh, films, which I had already seen, so yeah. that was, yeah, so that was honestly my only, um, I guess, like, criticism of that. But, like, when they were fighting and stuff, when they were fighting, like, in space, uh, that was super cool, and I think all of the fights, especially the one between uh, Beerus and uh, Goku, I think, um was a lot better than the film, so I was getting more out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was probably my favorite part of what I've
1: seen so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I do like it because now, like most great anime that are in space, you got to see Goku. I mean, they started coming from outer space and traveling. They've been on Earth for a while, and then you see Goku in space. Like, isn't he like? Can Saiyan stay up in? like? You, oh yeah,
2: he he was breathing. Oh yeah, well, but at the same time, you think back to when uh, you know Frieza destroyed Planet
1: Vegeta. You know, all of them. Bardock was uh, everybody's up in kicking space. Kicking in yeah. space like it was no big deal yeah. at all. And they, they do. They do say that Saiyans' lung capacity and their normal functions are way superior to humans. So yeah, he was chopping it up in space. That's what I was about <laughs> to say. If you're talking, there's no way you're holding your breath. So, but yeah, that is see yeah. not nobody suffocating up there. If you like the battle between <laughs> Goku and Beerus, the whole transformation of. Goku, Beerus, and the rest of the group over the course of these episodes up until now where we're at 104 is is amazing. I think it's something that you'll enjoy uh, because today you, you either get, like, hungry Beerus, angry Beerus, uh-huh. happy Beerus. It's like the, the Snow White and the Seven Doors, sad Beerus, grumpy Beerus, goofy Beerus. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. It, is, it is fun. Oh,
0: great.
2: So let me ask you a question just out of curiosity. What made you stop wanting to do the reviews on the uh, YouTube channel?
0: That's a good question. Um, I guess it was, I think it was because I was more worried about the review than I was, like, enjoying the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's honestly the only reason. Um, and also, I I'm a person that, like, picks like, five projects, that, five projects uh, yeah, at once. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. <laughs> I'm a that. big gobbler. Um So I think something else just uh, kind of took over in an, on, um, like, importance,
1: but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, and I mean, that's totally understandable. You hear about it all the time, but until you get into it, you're like, oh, man, this is... I do not have enough time to record <laughs> this weekly video, and then you're like, well, I'll do it next right. week, and then you might have, like, a project come up, so I mean, that's completely... I mean, I don't know how I do all the stuff I do. I'm, yeah, I don't even. I, I, <laughs> By the faith of King Kai, <laughs> <it's like laughs> I keep doing oh. shit. <laughs> but... Uh. Uh, do you have any other uh, projects that are coming up right now or that you're actually
0: working on? Uh, yeah. So uh, I am doing the – I'm a co-host on uh, a crack show. Uh, it comes out every Tuesday on Cracks' uh, website and YouTube channel and Apple TV, if you have it, um, where we discuss uh, the pop culture of the week. So it's been super fun. It's called uh, – uh, excessive pop culture discussion um, hmm, nice. so i yeah i've been doing that and then i've also started uh streaming on twitch uh which you can find me with just uh my name and we do board games on tuesdays and i'm also doing a playthrough of dream daddy which, if you haven't played, is a wonderful, fantastic game where you're a dad dating other dads.
1: <laughs> oh, is <laughs> I a know, what? No, I remember Markiplier did this. It's I a, exactly know what you're talking about.
2: It's a game that you're you're yes. a dad and you're dating other dads?
0: Yes. That's exactly. interesting. That's well, <laughs> Uh, it's a fantastic game,
2: and I am thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> and so uh, you say your so your Twitch just to plug in your Twitch profile is Twitch TV forward slash Maggie May Fish, and that's M A G G I E M A E F I S H.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Correct. all of us new, so
2: make sure you go over there and put a heart on that and follow her and
1: show her some love. Show
2: her some love <laughs> while she showed daddies and other daddies some love. <laughs>
1: but oh, well, that's that's awesome. how often uh do you stream
0: uh so right now we're doing uh two days a week, but we'll hopefully uh increase it and also add like uh we wanna start doing um like a comedy show via twitch uh mm-hmm. so I have like stand ups um and stuff and stream it through the channel so yeah, we're starting slow, but we uh, have uh, cool ideas for what we want to do with it in the future. So
2: that's the plan. Yeah. As long as you got a plan and uh, a little passion behind it, oh, you yeah. can make it work. Mm. <laughs> yes, I need to get back to. St- I need to get back to streaming. Yeah,
1: too too much streaming talk today. This is really yeah, hitting them right in the heartstrings. It really, really is. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, because once you gave me that that uh, webcam, I was like, ooh, I could. Uh... Yeah, that's why I gave it to you. I gave it to you for you to start,
2: you know, trying to stream again,
1: and hopefully I might get to me uh, wired up. No, you got me. You got me. Now, I did have a question. So, being a uh, like being a writer and comedian and, and actress, like, what is mm-hmm. the the overall goal? Because there's so many different avenues you could. I mean, you could write and produce your own show. Um, you could tour <laughs> and and be a headliner, and then that could lead into you getting. Because I know that Jay Farrell has a show that's coming out on Showtime about being mm-hmm. in, like a comedian where he's working with Jamie Foxx. So, I mean, I just want to know what the overall goal was for someone that is multi talented, such as yourself. Oh, yeah, that was oh, a loaded boy. question, <laughs> Maggie. That was a loaded one. Sorry. Right there. Sorry. I'm interested.
0: <laughs> oh boy. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. I think, I think honestly it's different for everybody, but I think for me, my, what I love loved most is acting. Um, and a lot of the writing I do is just to, you know, give yourself more opportunity to do that. Uh, so I, I think I think the like ideal would be eventually to be like writing and producing my own, my own show that I'm a part of. Um, yeah, and I think for me, uh, like comedy wise, I I'm I guess I like doing like characters more than like you know stand up. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's different for everybody, but I think for me, that would be my, you know, your focus, uh, your force. One day. <laughs>
1: oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because you do do a great job with the uh, Tommy Lauren, <laughs> the parody. Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. My to Enjoy. That's my other project that if you anyone wants to go check out, um, which yeah honestly that's right now it's probably the number one thing I am working on um doing more uh expanding that show mm.
1: uh, Tommy, Lauren to eats at, Tommy Lauren eats at waffle House Tommy Lauren criticizes uh black eyed peas and <laughs> Tommy Lauren goes yeah. to the b e t choice awards. I love it
0: oh man, she wow, it's yes. Uh, A lot. That's been great because I do that with a writers' room, uh, and it's been so fun to work with like other fantastic, great writers um, who you know also want to say something important. So that's been a lot of fun.
1: Dude, it's it's so interesting how people that actually have uh, creative bones in their body and interesting things to say are are sometimes overshadowed by people that have nothing original or nothing important to say they just complain (laughs) so i am glad that you're 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 doing all this and you're being able to speak out especially i mean the tommy lauren deal i was talking to danny about it i was i for back was it a lack of a better term i shouldn't shit my britches because it's funny just falling out laughing and it was just so Aww. so witty and smart compared to what she produces. And I think you see a lot of that in today's media when you have somebody that's just on a tirade and somebody has And they're it. just trash. Exactly. And you have somebody that's creative <laughs> enough to talk. So you guys are doing an amazing job.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm glad you
1: like it. <laughs> it's what I put myself to bed to every night. <laughs> oh no.
0: Yes. Yeah, oh so- no, it's probably be- that would
1: probably give you nightmares. I do not recommend that. I, I, I did try to uh, dye my hair blonde at one point, but then I was like, no, I'm not, I can't do it. I can't pull it off. So I'm just going to have to just watch this <laughs> on crack.com. But <laughs> thank you for, for joining us and being on the show today. We've been trying to set this up for a while, and I know your schedule is busy. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm just very appreciative that you could actually make it onto the show and then Next time I'm out that way, we have to get together and have to do this thing in person.
0: Yes, that would be so great. I'm so sorry I missed you this time. Uh, and yeah, I, anytime you want to hang out, I will definitely text you when I want to start watching uh, Dragon Ball Super again oh, yes. so we can watch it. <laughs> yeah,
1: folks, I, I'm, I've already got a text message right now. So <laughs> after you leave the studio. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> But, uh, again, awesome. <laughs> again, thank you so much. I look forward to watching Dragon Ball Super. And, <laughs> well, and when Richard's uh, in Chicago, I mean, he can go ahead and hit up your parents, go get something to eat, chill out a little yes, bit. Yes, please. <laughs> definitely, I'll, so I'll, I'll definitely hit you up on that. <laughs>
0: awesome. Well, thank you guys for having me. This was so fun. Thanks for asking me to come on.
1: Oh, no problem at all. And then one more time, give everybody your information where they can find you all over the social interwebs
0: awesome yeah so you can find me on twitter at uh maggie may fish that's m-a-g-g-i-e-m-a-e-f-i-s-h and you can also find me at that name on twitch uh and yeah if you follow me on uh twitter you can find all my Tony lauren stuff um if you want to follow her um twitter it's uh Tony lauren c-o-n-i-l-a <laughs> H-R-E-N, um, and we'll be posting a bunch of new
1: videos soon. So, yeah, eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, Richard, where can people find you on Black & Studios?
2: At Black & Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and I'll
1: also podcast
2: at blackandstudios.com You can catch this show and all the other shows at blackandstudios.com
1: You can find anything and everything that you need to know about this amazing show Oklahoma's favorite podcast the Elijah Bailey show on Twitter and Instagram at Elijah Bailey show without the w s h o SHO you can also hit us up on Facebook on the official Elijah Bailey show page and then I know that you guys love leaving five-star ratings and it just so happens that's the only thing that you can leave now on iTunes five-star rating go ahead subscribe and then leave a review <laughs> And that review, you can tell us what you love about the show. We are actually about to have a giveaway because I have some things that I want to give to you. Comic books. Uh, I do have a free copy of The Division. Not real sure who wants to take that, <laughs> but I have a copy of The Division. Uh, some comic books and some stuff from Funimation. A <laughs> trash game. Dude. Exactly. Do to I was fans. I waiting. No, no. Some people do like The Division. That's the only game that they can handle at this current time. So. We will have a giveaway for that, but there's going to be more things coming for you guys. Also, make sure to follow us and and become a part of the Bailey Nation by contributing on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show. Other than that, my name is Elijah Bailey. I'm Richard Taplin. And we have been joined by the lovely Maggie Mae Fish. Thank you one more time before we leave the air, Maggie. Oh,
0: thanks, guys.
1: <laughs> and we will catch your ass in the next podcast. And thank you guys for joining me at the end of the show. This is the prophet, the living legend, Elijah 5000 Bailey here to give you everything you want and need to know. So I have an amazing podcast for you this week. It is Streets First Podcast. Streets First is the first and only podcast to merge the world of basketball with the world of entertainment. Every ball player has a street story and every entertainer has a story about the sport. Uh, Streets First will look into the highlights and the untold stories of streetball culture. The show will focus on who is relevant in the streetball scene along with providing the listener with the first-hand account of legendary tournaments and legendary players. Streets First features the top coaches, influencers, and pro players in and out of the street ball scenes, incorporating everything around the sport, music, culture, clothing, and lifestyle. You can find this amazing podcast on iTunes. I suggest you go and listen to it right now since you, well, I guess, wait till the end of the show and then go listen to it. Cosplay of the week is Drago Siege, who has done amazing, when I say amazing, one of my favorite anime, and the anime that me and Richard love is... Cowboy Bebop, he's done Spike from Cowboy Bebop, Jin, he's been a knight, and he's been Irma. So you can find all of his cosplay on instagram make sure go follow him show him some love and let him know the elijah bailey show sent you and still we are rocking these amazing anime and manga for this month mobile suit gundam wing is the anime of the month which you can find on crunchyroll and then our manga of the month is baki the grappler or known as hanma baki grappler which the links are in the descriptions at the end of the show make sure to show maggie may fish our guest today some love make sure to follow the podcast of the week our cosplay and then make sure to check out these anime and manga of the month thank you guys for tuning in to another amazing show of Oklahoma favorite podcast and I will catch your ass in the next podcast